Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It has finally come out in North America, and oh my god, it's the best movie I've ever seen in my life! All that I'm ordered is that we have no control over! Alright guys, before we get started into this episode... We gotta we gotta do a little bit of housekeeping, just a skosh, a skosh. I promise we're gonna get to the content soon, but we have a contest that we are that we are putting on for the Stranded Panda Network. Um, you know, we've we've bribed you in the past for reviews. Like we'll give you a t-shirt, or rather, we'll put you in a drawing for a t-shirt, and we're hoping that that sort of thing will work again. But it's not a t-shirt this time. We're going a little bit bigger. We're going to the next level. We're going to be giving one lucky winner their choice of an Oculus Quest 2 or a Nintendo Switch. All you have to do is follow one of the Stranded Panda shows on Apple Podcasts if you're on iPhone or iTunes if you're on your PC. They all work for that. Um, and give a five-star review to a Stranded Panda podcast. If you give multiple reviews and subscribe to all of them, that's multiple entries. We have several shows. Basically, what we're trying to do is getting you into said several shows because we have a ton of wonderful shows, much like Animation Deliberation. Thanks, Zoo. You're welcome. <laughs> so all this to say, Apple Podcast subscribers and followers and reviewers, they it helps all of our podcast visibility across all the platforms. So... It's basically about getting all of you pandas out there to check out the other shows, help us find more pandas to come be a part of this community, because all of that increases the global visibility, brings everybody together. We're all stranded together, right? That's what the panda community is about. <laughs> so in the past, we've the, the most reviews that we've gotten from a contest like this is about 40 or so. We're hoping to get a lot more this time, but, you know, it's experimental. So it might kind of be... The odds might kind of be more in your favor if you if you want to think about it like that. They might not be as much in your favor. The odds are going to be ridiculous for a prize of this size, though, because we're talking like a $300 prize. That's crazy for, a, for something like this. If you don't use Apple Podcasts, like if you don't have an iPhone, you don't have a Mac, if you have any Apple device anywhere, if you have an iPad, whatever, you can use Apple Podcasts there. But also, I personally... I'm a Windows user and have shunned iOS my entire life. And I can tell you from experience, <laughs> iTunes does work for this. I can open iTunes on my Windows PC right now and go leave a review. And knowing my luck, I will probably be the one randomly picked for <laughs> the thing. And then we'll have to do the drawing again. That's what happened last time. It really did. <laughs> I'm not mad. I promise. Not bitter. <laughs> So, instructions for you. Uh, go to strandedpanda.com slash contest. You'll find instructions, a link for every show on there. It's the Apple Podcast page of all of those shows. Uh, you can click on it, hit follow, write a five-star review. Every show you do this for is going to get you an, another entry, more than one entries. We will then announce the winning username at the end of the month, at the end of September. We will be announcing this. There are a couple of rules as far as what you have to do as part of your review. Do not mention the prize in your review because, well, that's, you know, kind of 
sleazy, I guess. It's kind of sleazy of us to ask for it, but, you know, that's beside the point. We'll just sweep it under the rug. As long as you don't tell, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) We've had people in the past that are like, five stars, I did this for a shirt. That kind of thing's not going to count. That's not going to cut it here. Don't say anything negative about the show. That you're reviewing, you know, it seems kind of obvious, but we've had it happen before. <laughs> Somebody have will to say, say it, but yeah, I hate that this has to be a thing. But <laughs> don't don't rag on the show like, oh, I'm just you know, hate these guys, but just doing it for a thing. You're not going to get the thing. So that being said, even if you only go and just review the other shows, I really hope that you check out these other shows while you're there. You know. If you want to say something just loving about the Stranded Panda Network, cool. But really, these shows are all quality. You know, these guys put a lot of work into these other shows. And, you know, there there are so many verses, so many nerdy verses out there that are being covered by everybody in the Stranded Panda Network. And I really appreciate all the, all the work that the other guys do to keep those other shows running um, so that I don't have to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you can just, just guest show on up. Them. Man, it's so great to just show up, lend my voice to a thing, and get to talk about something fun and exciting, and then walk away from it and not have to worry about it. I love that you guys <laughs> offer that platform for me. <laughs> Amazing. And as exciting as this grand prize is, a great consolation if you don't win is knowing that your five-star review gives yep. us a smile. Yep, because we read them all. Good or bad, we read I them all. Um, sure do. <laughs> and Ashley has a brief list of uh, people that she's going to visit and probably murder. I'll find you. <laughs> Every time. Yo, I will, I will join you. <laughs> all right. So. I won't need to do much work, but I'll be there. <laughs> all that said, go and review these. With no further ado. <laughs> yeah, with no further ado. Go and review these shows. Leave him a, a good comment, and we will we'll consider you in the running for a Nintendo Switch or Oculus Quest 2. Your choice if you win. It's a hell of a thing. And yeah, if you have one, you can sell it. I mean, it's a win-win. Yeah, it's win-win. <laughs> and then, you know, you're also helping out the people that you love and potentially finding more good content to listen to. Like, come on. Anyway, speaking of content, let's get to ours. <gasps> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Jeff Randall. And I'm Ashley Coffin. And in our chair today, being our producer, our our man in the ring, our our resident martial arts <laughs> expert correspondent, we have Zuhair Ali from the Animation Deliberation podcast. How you doing, Zuhair? I am doing fantastic. I am excited. I am ready to talk. Ah, that's just movie was so good. Right? I am so good. stupid excited to talk about this movie. We all just saw it in theaters and we just like <laughs> I had to I had to rush home like as fast as I could, driving much like we saw uh in the movie, because I too have an electric car. And we'll get more <laughs> on that later. <laughs> I, I was like, I wanna go buy another <laughs> ticket right now and he my friend was like, You can and I was like, No, I have to cast tonight. I can't, but Oh my god, just why am I leaving right now? I don't want it to be over. It's so good. Right? It was fantastic. It was such a good movie. So we're going to do spoiler-free to start, you know, spoiler-free for a few minutes uh for the people who may not have seen it. 
what are you doing here, though? <laughs> so, <laughs> Run. Don't walk. Run to your theater. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Like, okay. <sighs> we have been in a situation in here in, in on Earth uh, that you may have heard of called a global pandemic. Uh, <gasps> <laughs> the What's novel that? coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, has been devastating the world and pushed back some things. And I am offended that we did not get this movie sooner because of that. Mm. This movie was worth the wait. It was worth all the theaters being shut down. This this took me back to this took me back to the Jackie Chan days in the 90s where I was like, give me Operation Condor, I want Rumble in the Bronx, <laughs> I want Mr. Nice Guy, give me Legend of Drunken Master, all of it. It was they broke barriers here, you guys. They went into a new genre. They, they, they gave me a kung fu movie. <laughs> I was so happy. It's very important that they nailed those fights because it, it, when your movie is about this, like you have to get those fights. And I really like that they weren't afraid to not do it all in slow motion. Yes. We've seen so many movies where everything's so slow and they did not hold back. They were no. It was so happy, fluid, and just perfect. And I know Zoo, you want to talk a lot about it. Do you have non-spoiler things to talk about with the fights and the choreography, especially? A lot of attention to detail. Um, there was a lot of motions and stuff, and a lot of movements. Like a particular character was using a style. I was literally teaching that in class last night. So I, I was I was teaching a specific form in class last night and when i was watching i was like oh my god like this is fresh in my head right now like i'm understanding what they're going for how they're moving it's the the relationship and to be able to be a martial artist and watch the movie and actually like be able to break down what's happening without slow motion in those fast paces seeing the consistency and style and seeing like the 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 attention to detail and the the appreciation for the art that they were using and maintaining that consistency was just so beautiful so well done all the music was appropriate to what was happening on the oh, scene yes um yeah there was man like the characters had swag when they needed but they were like respectful of the culture when they needed and it was i i i'll go more into detail stuff but <laughs> they did not like waste any time on this they were they were very particular about what went where and how they did it it was I had to crack the joke in the theater, too. I was like, I wonder if production wrapped up on this quicker because they were all wearing masks. So maybe, like, the ninjas didn't have problem recording, but... <laughs> well, see, the joke that I wanted to go with was, do you, it seems that they uh, didn't pull their punches. Oh. Yeah, my, my joke was worse. Um, <laughs> so, like, they went all out, and it, it legit... It showed. It showed that they got the right people in the right places, the, doing the right jobs... And every bit of this movie was perfection in every way that I like. Oh my god! So it's <laughs> it's not a spoiler to say that Tai Chi is just gorgeous to so watch pretty. happen. It is just it is so beautiful to mm -hmm. see that, and watching Michelle Yeoh do that was just like oh, this lady. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> so i don't know that i could say anything else that's not spoilery other than run like ashley said run don't walk if you're walking to the theater you're doing it wrong you're not getting there fast enough it is beautiful and 
exhilarating and I am so pumped to know anything about the verse that they're portraying here. Ah, so. Insomniatic Prattle says that it was like a ballet to them. It was so, it was such a ballet and it was so pretty. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. We gotta get, we gotta, we gotta get to the, to the spoilery stuff and, and talk about the good stuff. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, go, 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 go. Uh, We're talking spoiler chat in three, two, one, go. God, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we'll go off what the chat says. Uh, Catherine Ray brought up a great point. One of the most important parts for me, besides shirtless Simu, was that they didn't (laughs) shoehorn a love story. And thank God (laughs) that they didn't do that. Right. Well, it's about time that they start showing that uh, men and women can just be friends. Like, maybe something will blossom, maybe it won't. But it, like, I have a lot of guy friends, and it's they don't show that enough. And it's like, yes, you can have an entire storyline like that. Wait, and it's Ashley, wonderful. are you trying to tell me that you and I are not in a deeply committed relationship right now? Work husband. Okay, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's that work right work wife relationship. You always develop that with the one person. That's us. Ashley has a like big sister vibes for me, so I can't even joke about that. <laughs> getting real strong uh, big sister vibes off of ashley here <laughs> so yeah that like seeing seeing the the character of katie and chung si getting to be just friends and not just like not just in that you know will they won't they kind of way it was like solidly firmly in the we are friends and we're both okay with that like, nobody yeah. had a secret, anything. She leaned up on him at the end, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, she had her head on him, like, boy, that was tough. I'm tuckered. <laughs> he was like, me too, champ. <laughs> and they just leaned on each other. Like, it was so beautiful. I was, I, like, at that moment, though, when Aunt Nan was saying her monologue, or, yeah, saying her monologue about, you know, we're giving thanks and honoring the the, the people who gave up their lives so that we could live on another day and like they put the they they floated the lights out in there i was just like bawling i was like oh no i could it's it's okay to cry i think i was genuinely tearing up on that point as well it was it was a very recurring theme as well because she spoke about it on her own terms but for his dad to have that dialogue at the dinner table as well like hey your original chinese name is like your link to your culture so yeah. the emphasis mm-hmm. on, like, where you come from. And we also forget, like, how old he is, despite all the emphasis. But when they were having the showdown and he was like, watch your mouth, boy. And he's talking to, like, this really old dude. It was <laughs> like, he's actually seen the progression of generations and, like, understanding where he comes from and emphasizing that, like, to the people around him. And for them to, like, end it on that note of, like, truly everything has led up to your life being the way that it is and your essence and like how you live your life is going to be going down to the generation before. So like take in what your people before you have learned and make sure that you like savor that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's such a, it was, I, I like that that wasn't necessarily like a, such a strong, like beat you over the head theme, but like the more you sit with it, the more you understand that like, man, ancestry and and continuation of culture and like and having those rituals that that you do day in day out you know and and having that um 
that lifestyle is like mm-hmm. so important and <laughs> don't like, push your religion on me i'm not i'm, not, <laughs> I'm sorry i'll do any of that <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, okay. For everyone else that that didn't resonate, like you're not alone. I'm sitting here like, oh wow, I didn't cut. <laughs> no, I, just, I love that. I love that they got to have their own culture and not have it like Americanized or yeah, uh, or even worse. It's nice worse. to see that in film now, and we're starting to move right more towards being culturally accurate. Finally, yeah, finally, and it like even even better that they didn't go like caricature of it, you know. And, like, do the absolute yeah. worst version of, that they possibly could have. Like, it felt authentic. I say that as a, a like, very, like, pale white man. It felt authentic. <laughs> like, I'm a obviously beauty, a... That luck dragon. Oh. I'm obviously <laughs> a... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a source of, of, you know, context for this. Like, clearly I'm an expert. That was the joke. I know. From the, from the guy who actually came over from a third world country... Um, one of the cool things that was like a sweet balance between like culture and modern culture was the fact that he had this amazing cultural dragon scale vest and he's wearing jeans and Jordans. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I was like, whoa, my Jordans got beat up in a week or like a month of playing basketball with him. How the hell was he riding dragons and kicking people and going underwater (laughs) and they're still in pristine shape? Hats off to you for that. That's but, what they were intended for. <laughs> but yeah. the the embrace and actually balancing like what's important between the two cultures and putting that in his or in his portrayal, in his design, in his demeanor was just so well done. It was perfect. Like ah, uh, the one of the scenes that I keep thinking about, I keep looking back to was when he asked Aunt Nan. Or he, you know, he said to her, like, mom was the only one that could beat him. Mm-hmm. Tell me how she or show me how she did it. And she was like, OK, well, you know, I can't teach you Tai Chi in a day, but yeah. we can go through some motions. <laughs> <laughs> and All those motions. It was so. Oh, God. Like when she started it and you saw the the very strong difference in his fighting style, the way that he, you know, locks into his uh, his opening stance, and it's like it's all aggressive and strong and angles, <laughs> and she's like everything is curves and flowing and like organic and natural, and ah, uh, the the like seeing those two clash and then watching him slowly become more open to it and more flowing, like uh, <laughs> yeah, ah. he's very he's very handsome, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes he is. Yes he is. Very handsome. If you want to see more of him, and uh, you don't can't, you know, you're disappointed that you can't watch him on your small screen. uh, Go watch Kim's Convenience on Netflix because you will see a lot of shirtless him in there. Um, But in regards to the Tai Chi stuff, uh, in in Filipino martial arts in Kali, there's a like our version of shadow boxing is called Sayao, which actually means to dance. So those those motions and stuff like there's intent behind what they're moving. Like they are all attacks. They are all purposeful. There's like, they're playing imagination. Like they're like, they have like an imaginary bad guy that they're kind of like going against or like kind of like a mirror effect. Mm. Uh, so, so us calling it Sayal, which means dance and it actually being a dance between the two of them and feeling each other's forms and motions and techniques. I was, Oh man, it was so beautiful. <laughs> I feel like that's all we're going to keep saying about this movie. It was well, just so yeah, pretty. Yeah, what is, what is a fight if not a dance between 
two people. It's all it all flows the same. That's why I like Tai Chi because it's so flowy. Was that was that a Game of Thrones reference? No, no. Mm-mm. I see where you I got that like... from though. The the sword the water dancing Arya's future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Serio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, the water dancing. Water right. Dancing. That's what he yep. calls it. Yeah. What do we sing yep. to death? Oh. Oh my God! And like, I love that we that we get that, uh, or that we get that kind of segue because um, you like that was you know that was called water dancing. We're talking about Tai Chi being the dance, but like, water was such an important part of the fight with the dragon. Like everything that the dragon did yeah. involved a water attack. And cool. um, when they went from the the maze, like the the bamboo maze, which was a great sequence. When they went from the bamboo maze through the waterfall into the tunnel and then went through the wormhole, I guess, to, to other universe. Are, yeah, they showed that in King Kong. That's what it is. They're all over the place. <laughs> Did, <laughs> didn't you know? I couldn't stop know. laughing when they went through the waterfall because my friend tapped me. He was like, that's some really good rain axe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it, it hit and then it turned to something else and just fluttered away. But we saw what seemed to be like a sling ring portal. Out of water. But water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, cool. It, it was such a cool effect. And like when I first, well, like when I saw it happen on screen, it was like water in, the, in midair, like swashing. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's the sling <laughs> ring. Of, what? And like it just, it, it shows that there's other you know if we if we recall from doctor strange you know the the magic that they do is just pulling energy from other universes or other dimensions and using that so obviously they're using a different form of that magic from a mm-hmm. different place in order to do that and like that's so genius the whole fire water of it all i yeah, love it yeah and the the, fi- the juxtaposition of the fire and water of it like oh it's genius I was so happy with that. <laughs> the energy of the sling ring was also like when, um, when she when they put the dra- the jade eyes into the dragon and they were like mapping it out, like that looked like the same color and the same spark that the sling yep. rings do. And I was like, ooh, that's a nice touch. But yeah, the, the the consistency, like we know that the ten rings are from space. We know vibranium is from space. We know that magic comes from different dimensions. We know that in Asgard, like it is science and magic like put together. It's so they're they're showing the consistency. They're showing that everything is, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. Get out of here with that term. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they said that the rings weren't alien, right? I thought they they didn't say they didn't say that they weren't alien. Because it'd be mm-hmm. more interesting if they were from a different dimension. Um, I mean, that's still alien. Alien just means different, right? Yeah. Uh, or for space no, alien means. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you quote WandaVision at me. <laughs> it was Roswell, actually, 1997 CW. Okay, okay. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> New Mexico? <laughs> what's, Higher. What's Sorry. above New Mexico? <laughs> Thank you, Roswell fans. Thank you. <laughs> the one. The one other that. Roswell fan. <laughs> With Jason Barron and Brendan Fair. Validation. I always like to say. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to be validated. I'm, okay. I'm happy for mm. you. <laughs> I'm happy you found your validation. <laughs> While we're talking about uh, the Wong of it all and stuff. The Wong of it all. 
I'm this movie made me really excited for the future because it just seems mm-hmm. like everything in phase four is orbiting around Doctor Strange. Yes. Like every little thing like so far besides like maybe Loki, but that's multiverse. So everything's kind of all talk like talking and going to this head and it, we're meeting all these really powerful characters and we're getting the Eternals and I don't quite know what that's going to be about, but I feel like they're setting us up for some massive bad guy. Yeah. Like, who is going to be so, like, oh, it's just so exciting. Did you get an Eternals trailer before Shang-Chi? Yeah. I did. Oh, my God. Was was it the one that had the, the deviants in it? Yeah, I geeked. Oh, my God. I started I, squealing. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was so ecstatic to see that on the big screen. Like, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I've watched it however thousands <laughs> of times on this, these, you know, this two monitor setup. Uh, but, like, seeing it large like that and like that celestial was intense that celestial was so intense my favorite thing about that trailer was that on twitter galactus was trending and it was like because nobody knows what galactus looks like you idiots like that (laughs) galactus was trending because nobody knows what he looks like you should have done a soft goog before you were like oh my god galactus in the trailer hashtag galactus hashtag mcu like (laughs) Like, give it a gentle cursory goog that would make sense no we can't do that on the internet it's embarrassing. <laughs> you're you're embarrassing me. <laughs> you're embarrassing me. You should feel that. And beside the point, but um, that that trailer coming on and and you know the way that that they said it, like you know five years ago, Thanos erased half of all existence, and uh, you know the the people on this planet brought it all or brought them all back with the snap of a finger. And, you know, that's that's what has caused uh, the what what does she call it? Energy. Not the ascension. It was really simple. It was like the awakening <laughs> or some something mm-hmm. like that. Um, anyway, so that event like that, I feel like that ties in, you know, to Endgame. I mean, obviously it ties directly into Endgame, but uh, the in the in the in the exposition part of the trailer, when, you know, because nobody knows who the hell the Eternals are. Uh, She's like, 7,000 years ago, we came to this planet. And I'm like, 7,000 years? Like, in Shang-Chi, they were just talking about, like, thousands of years ago. Right? Like, yeah. I think it was 4,000 years ago that the the dark beings, the, uh, what do they call them? The soul suckers. (laughs) The dweller in darkness. What what were their heads? Because I know the bottom Thulu. is like a squid. It was a Cthulhu, but the heads were something even stupid. It was like stupid. a Cthulhu imp. Bat, bat squids. Yeah, bat squids. <laughs> that was it. The bat squids. <laughs> They're like, Katie called them the soul suckers and the, the mega soul suckers. The sucker. mega soul sucker? <laughs> the mega That Final nasty. Boss. That nasty. That was a. She yeah. just sounded like me the entire time. <laughs> I really resonated with when Katie. When you said that nasty <laughs> bitch, I thought you meant the mega soul sucker. But you were talking about Katie. No, I wasn't. No, I'm she was not... quoting. She was I was quoting. quoting Katie. Oh. I got to go watch it again. Got to go watch it again. Oh, darn. Let's go right now. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Thanks a lot, Disney+. Plus. Uh, anyway. That's why $12.99 a year doesn't mean shit to you. <laughs> I started thinking that the that the the dark creatures actually had something to do with the um, 
I don't know. They had real dark elf energy. Nope. None of (laughs) those things. Jeff's ready. Jeff's ready. Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm going to throw a little comics on you. Buckle up, Sue. A little comics knowledge on you. The Dweller in Darkness is one of the lords of fear, one of the nightmare creatures, (gasps) akin to nightmare, akin to despair. He is traditionally a Doctor Strange villain. Nice. And that's what caught Wong's attention. And that's what caught Wong's attention. Dang. Well, I don't understand why the dad has had those rings for 4,000 years. How come the signal... uh, Only 1,000? Yeah. Okay. Either way, how come the signal is only shooting out when... Or or sending out when uh, Shang-Chi has it? Well, it's because... Tomato, tomato, Jeff. (laughs) Okay. I mean, still, though. Like, if we're using the terms that they said in the movie... Uh. That nasty, b- but no. The the I would I would posit that because when Wu was using the rings in, you know, a, a way to only gain power, then the way that Shang Chi used them specifically was to be a protector, and it feels oh my, he's a sword and the shield. Yeah, and this was the Avengers. Do you remember? When Thor came to came to Earth, and he said that the Tesseract is a is the Tesseract is a beacon to the rest of the universe that the Earth is ready for a higher form of war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what the Ten Rings are in this movie. To kind of go off of that a little bit, like this was the first time that the rings were actually used in like that magical village as well. So the movements that he was learning from his mother's art, it had never been used with the rings in that type of environment before. So I think those movements, being able to manifest the energy and manifest the magic, being used with the rings, essentially for the first time ever, is what caused that signal to go out a little more. Like, that that art with the 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 physical rings, like, being joined together for the first time is what activated yeah. in the way that it did and that was scene was beautiful when yeah, they fought God. each other Ugh. when when he was up in the air over the uh the dweller in darkness and it's like he's grinding the inside of like the chest of the thing and then he's just like boom and like just locks it in fucking nails it. oh my god i, I felt the power resonate off of that shit I was so worried for that dragon that was freaking out. It was like, I really enjoyed that every time. Usually with these movies, sometimes they tie up the bad guy like lickety split real fast. I enjoyed that there was like three different times. I was like, okay, it's over. Oh, shit, it's not over. (laughs) Okay, it's over. Oh, my God, it's not over. The dragon. Oh, my God, it's still not over. I appreciate that. Like, make it a little bit of a problem. (laughs) I appreciate that it was a collective effort, too. Like, it wasn't just Shang-Chi that stopped it. Like... It had to yeah. be Katie and Shang-Chi and the dragon and his sister. Like, yeah. And, individually, <laughs> you saw them get there. And their... Razor Fist. And Razor Fist. <laughs> we should work together. Name? Yeah, Razor Fist is the, oh, God. the character name from the comics. And it was all it over was his car. It was a joke that I thought I made up being funny. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's a, that it was a GG2 reference, but apparently it's real. His line was my only con in the movie. Really? Which one? Because that the, the yeah, we do need to work together. I was like, wow, didn't see that joke coming a mile away. 
I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I, it, <laughs> it was so I ate cheesy. it up. <laughs> like, I'm going to go ahead and admit I ate it up. Cause, like, it's like, oh, did Taika watching... Wichita write that one? Well, like... <laughs> I think at the beginning the humor didn't hit so much, so that's why I was glad that the movie picked up. I was like, "What are they trying? What what kind of movie is this trying to be right now?" I mean, they're just oh, okay. So we know that she can drive. Got it. And like, but my I really appreciate the fact that we just went into him having the powers and knowing not powers, but being able to fight and knowing how to use it instead of this like I didn't know I could do this and him having to like figure it out. Like he already knew, and we could just keep moving. Well, I, I think that it, it it was that he had seen his dad doing it so much that, you know, he knew how his dad used it. And he had this, like, this kind of... Inner... I mean, like, his fighting, like, even just being able to fight, like, off the bat, like, he knew exactly, like, on the train. Oh, like, we right. didn't have to have too long of, like, a backstory. Oh, on the, uh, on the bus, yeah. That, I love, I love that, that Katie was, like... You think he can fight? Does he look like a guy that can fight? And he just whoops ass. (laughs) Straight up and down whoops ass. That scene was so awesome. They did it really well. I like that they put that story of like when she first met him. It was like the dude was about to hit Shang-Chi. And that's when she stepped in and started singing Katy Perry or whatever it was. So like she's never had the impression that. Hotel California. Hotel California. I was like. The Eagles. Um, a little oh, wow. bit older than Katy Perry. I'm sorry. So the fact that like she had to share that story of her stepping in, like she's never had the impression of him being a fighter, and then she's ne- because of that, he's never had the <laughs> opportunity to show that he could fight because he never really needed it in front of her. So it's just like at least around her, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he could have been in a Fight Club Underground for all we know. You know, he could have been fresh. attacked on multiple times because his dad knew where he was all along. Yeah. Yep. But uh, hmm. he did say, like, he did say to his dad, how'd you find me? He's like, I always knew where my children were. Like, oh. God's so good. He's such a good villain. <laughs> uh, so why were the dad's rings blue energy and his yellow energy? Just because well, of their different energy? Well, yeah, it's because the intent of, of using them changes the, the effect that they have. Like, the way that Shang-Chi used them was also was like incredibly vastly different from the way when we used them when when we used them it was very straightforward like everything was attack attack straight line you keep saying woo and it's so confusing for sorry. people who don't know the name sorry okay so uh his dad his dad yeah when woo um when woo would be better than woo since we have woo i've been saying when woo <laughs> Anyway. Oh, but you're like, when Wu uses his... <laughs> it was when, when Wu. And, okay, so when his dad uses the rings, everything is straight lines, very forward, um, you know, kind of a, a... Can I make my Avatar reference? Can I please make my Avatar reference? I mean, I'm okay. not going to get it. So okay. to make Zhu's Avatar reference for him, his dad's Fire Nation... Yep. And Shang-Chi oh. is water or air, even. Cause well, the very colors fluid. are wrong then. And are you so, s- say it, do it, do it, <laughs> animation deliberation. When, when he's not using his rings, like when he's forceful, yes, Fire Nation. When he's doing the whip stuff, him and his daughter are both water tribe because okay. it's very fluid. It's very, uh, man, yep. I wish this wasn't a they podcast. Use, they use water thing. whips a lot. Yeah, they use whips a lot, and then the flowy nature is air, so he learns that motion more. It's more of the, 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 
I don't want to keep saying flowy motion because it's ah. fluid motion. Fluid, yes. It's whatever. It's gets more us there. direct. <laughs> it's more of keeping momentum rolling. It's about keeping your pace, keeping your motions. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't much art style stuff here, but yeah, there there was so much Avatar stuff. And then when he started getting the rings and like mixing the stuff together, I was like, he's the true Avatar now. <laughs> well, like that's that's the thing when his when his dad was using it was you know it was attack attack straightforward. Everything was a straight line in mm-hmm. the way that he did it. When Shang-Chi got him, the first thing that you saw happen was they flowed around him yes. in a circle, like like a shield. And that's mostly He looked how like he Sonic used when you catch all those rings. Yeah, when he in. gets all the rings. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I call I could see. So like he had the rings going around him and it was very it was very fluid and open. God, I hate to reference this movie, but has anybody seen the one with Jet Li? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the last two Jet Li's that were in it? One, the one that was the attacker was a straight line, straight line. And the one that was defending was all fluid motion, open big circles. Lots of momentum riding. Whenever they, uh, whenever they got into, wow, 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 Big Daddy Dove said the exact same goddamn thing I just said. (laughs) Whenever they were in the uh, in the final fight in the um, I think it was in a factory, when they were on the on the catwalk, it was all sh- like a straight line that they could do all of their fighting in. So the attacker Jet Li version, whichever I forget his name, um, that guy was doing better when it was just that straight back and forth. But when they had on the floor a big open area, the guy who could do the big circles or focused on the big circles and flowing motion did better. Like hmm. it, it's it's just there's so much there's so much story and characterization just in their fighting styles and the way that they use the rings and I think that like not just being a uh, a, a VFX choice to to be like good guy bad guy um, yeah. not just being a, a VFX choice but like to properly characterize the the style and that they use the this tool in. That's why they're different colors. And the cinematography. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was just saying those blue ones are better than the yellow ones. <laughs> I like those blue ones. They looked really cool. It, they all looked super freaking cool. Yeah. Partial to the blue. <laughs> I'll take those in blue, please. The name you know of what? the guy in the mass that trained Shang-Chi is the Death Dealer. The Death Dealer. He got dealt some death. Oh, yeah. I love that they just took his straight out like he used to be scary no soul sucker <laughs> just popped that bitch right out the food lines <laughs> were so badass yeah i loved his fight scene so much i was like oh, i want to be like him <laughs> the food lions were so awesome i don't know what those are <laughs> we'll find out Maybe we should find out on the next episode what, of Legends and Libations. Cool looking big dog cats. <laughs> uh, an advertisement. Shameless plug. Shameless, Shameless plug. plug. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> for for the Twitch, so I can just have my moment. The food dogs like represent, um, like they're, they're the structures that kind of guard the entrance of mm-hmm. whatever you're going into. And throughout the film, there were actually a lot of them in front of doors, like, throughout the movie. 
um, the one that holds the ball, there's always a male and a female, and the one that holds the ball is the male that symbolizes structure. And then there's the female that guards the the cub or the puppy, depending if you're calling it a dog or a lion, um, to show like nourishment and protection. And they come together to guard the entrance of like whatever their home is. So the fact that it was at the doors and then in the final scene when they were standing up, you could see the gate far in the background and the dogs were actually on the left and right of them. So the oh, fact cool. that they actually had it to the entrance of the gate that they were protecting in, like, the final showdown was like, wow. They they, they showed the yep. statues, like, three, four times, but to have the living ones, like, in that in that moment of actually, like, showing it where they're supposed to be was like, oh, attention yeah. to detail. So beautiful. So well yep. done. And I, <clears throat> like, speaking more on the, the foo... Was it Foo Lions? Food Foo Dogs? People call them Foo Dogs, but they're technically Foo Lions. I mean, they looked like lions, but also yeah. they looked like dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking more on those, the, the Foo Creatures, <laughs> I'm just talking about in this movie now. Like, they <laughs> were gorgeous. I love the way that they moved. I love the way that they were animated. I love the way that they fought. I love the way that they got into, like, when when everybody was fighting against the uh, the soul sucker creatures like you know the, the guys ran up the scales on the shield hit the thing yes. and flung it over into the the lion's mouth and the lion's like nom, 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 nom. it just tears the shit up i love that i love that they got into it like that the fact that we saw part of that in the trailer too and still had that moment of oh my god that was awesome was yeah yes you did well done and the fact that the first time we see them, they're just laying on their side, sunbathing while everyone's working. is like, oh, you guys are so cute. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, with, with chicken, chicken pig? Yeah, with the chicken the pig. pigs. <laughs> chicken pig was so cute. It's Morris. a weird horse. Why is it staring at me? <laughs> oh, I guess we should segue to the Trevor of it all, or people just would not forgive us. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to forgive us if we don't mention Trevor. You know what? I will go ahead and say it as the, the one main person here that still to this day does not like Iron Man 3 I feel like Trevor the character of Trevor Slattery has been redeemed 100%. I'm, I am okay with Trevor Slattery's continued existence in this universe <laughs> because he had growth and became somebody I liked he had I growth. was nervous too he had growth. That's all I can really say about him. It's like he had, he had a character arc off screen. He had my favorite line in the entire movie. He was like, what's wrong with that horse? It's <laughs> yeah. a weird looking horse. I was nervous oh. to see him, but God, I yeah. loved every second of it. When I heard the, the sound it was like, you know, it's somebody down the hallway going, bah, I'm like, Oh, it's Trevor. He's like, I like, press them with my Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Insomniatic Prado was like, I love when they tried to electrocute the lions and she just wasn't having it. Yep. She's like, no. When I heard when I heard Trevor down the hall, I was like, oh no. Oh no. Not again. Not like this. And then it ended up being Oh my lord, it ended up being that Ben Stiller character in Tropic Thunder thing where like he did the Macbeth oh my and God. they ate it up. <laughs> and 
And then he just went with it. He understood why he had gotten to this position. Like he's a survivor. Yeah. Well, like if he had if he had continued with the whole like, nah, don't, sorry, I don't know who you are. Uh, not getting it. Um, uh, sorry. Like if he just kept doing that bull, I would have hated him still. But because yeah. he knew where he came from, he knew what got him to the point that he was in, and was just like, you know, I'm just trying to survive here, doing Shakespeare. Like, they love my Hamlet. Yeah, so you're the jester. Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. And then he the producer. <laughs> He's the producer. the producer. Yeah. The producer hired me to be a terrorist. Turns out the producer <laughs> was a terrorist. Yeah, it was all real. So yeah, I went to jail <laughs> because he got to because he got to have that understanding of himself and why he was bad. I I love him, like. And then he got to be the translator for the for Morris, and it was so funny. Like, you guys Kingsley. can see him. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you yes. guys can see him. I'm not crazy. You're real. He was so relieved. <laughs> Why does it have a face? No, he's very sensitive about that. He's oh, sure, sure, sure. She's very sensitive about that. <laughs> Chicken ben pig. Kingsley is a legend that like all that whole all of it that he was in is a credit to that man's talent like he is amazing i'm so glad that they brought him back honestly i am like i'm so glad that they brought him back to give him some actual real to do on screen the apes weren't riding horses they were just acting i love that they gave us that little explanation for iron man uh, one, two, that didn't yeah, one. one as well. <laughs> like when he was like, oh, a terrorist had taken up, taken up my thing and stole and was buying weapons from Tony Stark. Like we yep. tied everything up in a pretty bow in this Yep. with the continuity. Yes. Yeah. And, and I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that there was that conversation at the dinner table of like, he took my, he took, you know, he appropriated my image and because he didn't know my name, he made one up. And yeah. you know what he called it? You know, you know what he called it? A chicken dish. A chicken dish. <laughs> they were afraid of an, an orange. orange. They were afraid of an orange. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, that whole scene, Katie was just terrified. Yep. And I was honestly, like, I was with her in that moment of just, like, he him being so peaceful like she was warned like not to speak unless spoken to type of thing and yeah. him explaining that whole thing like i wasn't even i i couldn't laugh at that i was just like yeah like for you to be a 4000 year old conqueror i could see the slight offense in that moment <laughs> yeah i could see and like names being so important mm-hmm. uh, to him like oh he might have decimated everyone he built yeah. that reputation and for it to be like I'm sorry to say, but, like, the fact that they, like, Americanized what he was and what his impression was and that persona that he's built for himself. Like, he's meant to be feared. And the fact that Mm -hmm. somebody decided to be like, hey, let's borrow this thing and make people scare us. It was like, oh, no, you are not doing my name like that. Yeah. And, like, you say he was meant to be scared. Like, you know, he's meant to be feared. I, I felt fearful every time he was on screen. Like, when he was talking like he was, you know, a nice dad and, like, a family man, I was like, no, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong here. There's something <laughs> oh, wrong. 
I think Hero ruined him for me because I just know he's such a nice guy. <laughs> Tony Lang, he's so nice. He is such a nice guy. He just looks like a nice guy. Not in this. He looked, he looked cunning, and he looked like he uh, he had a plot for everything. He looked heartbroken. He did look heartbroken. Man, I loved his story so much. There was so much well done character development in such a short time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there really was like that fight, or I can't even call it that. It was a dance when he got shown up by his lady mm-hmm. for the first time, and she like, was the best. Really put him in his place. I was just like, "Oh, girl, okay." Like, my goodness. <laughs> um, like when when they had that happen, and. You know, they, they kept going back to that and kind of like flashbacks and like he brought a bento box for them and they had a little picnic in the, in the, the little glen there. And, you know, then the next time he comes back, they're running away together. Like th- it felt like I hate to, to reference another animated film uh, with Ashley here. Sorry, but it felt like the intro to Up when. Carl. Oh, yes. Right. Like when Carl and, and his his late wife. His late wife, that's the term, thank you. When Carl and his late wife, yeah. When Carl and his late wife were, were going through, you know, their introduction to each other and then their life and building up. Like, it felt like that. And it felt like that level of storytelling where, like, you mm-hmm. don't have to give us a whole bunch of dialogue. You don't have to show us their whole life, but just, like, give us little snippets to know, yeah. you know, they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. And the peaceful way that they talked about it made you think that she got sick or something. I was under the impression mm. she, like, died of an illness the whole time because they were just yeah. so casual. But, like, yeah, when your mother passed away, no, she was murdered. She took yeah. out a bunch of dudes before she went down, but she was murdered. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was worried that, like... I wasn't ready for that scene. Mm-mm. Like, when, when... Oh, man. When she sent the kids away, I was like, and he's going to come back. And I was like, it's either going to be she just gives herself up, like, she kneels down in front of him and is like... You know, do the thing. I'll see you in a year. No, wait, that's the green night. Um, <laughs> Don't put me to sleep. I'm, I'm already tired. Don't even invoke that name. <laughs> I thought I was like, it's, it's going to go one of two ways. Either she's going to kneel down and, you know, take the thing and like give herself up for it. Or she's going to fight them and she will probably die. And I was like, I don't know which one it's going to be. Like, I'm, you know doing that peeking thing where like, I don't want to see it, but I want to see it. And then when it showed her laying on the ground, the first thing I did was look around and I was like, one, yeah, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all of them. It's all of them. <laughs> it's all of them. Cause like they brought in a lot of dudes and she was like, <laughs> all right. I thought she was going to beat all of them up and just be like, this is why my style's better than your dad's. Oof. Oof. Nope. She died. Nope. She should have gone and gotten the rings. I mean, I don't understand how you know they're sitting in a box in there and you didn't go get them. Dad leaves his gun in the case in here. Yeah, I'll be right back, yeah. mother. Give me just a moment, guys. I'll be right with you. Yeah. Kids, take the tunnels, get out, and uh, I'll be right back. A good gee, good gee. Good gee. I'm going to be honest, guys. Des I want. Troy. Yeah, Des and Troy. I want. Like, I want those rings to wear on my arms forever, but I want a set of blue and a set of yellow. 
depending want... on how you felt that day. Well, no, like five of each. <laughs> just yeah, to have. I, I want to go yellow, blue, yellow, blue, like interchangeable. Like you're going to a rave, yeah. an Ahsoka Tano rave. Dunce, dunce. <laughs> I don't need them to glow. I just want them to be pretty. The abomination thing was fun. It seems like he's doing well. Yeah, he's he's doing okay for himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean they were having you know a normal conversation at the end of the fight. So, well, we got a just dropping in to make some money. <laughs> yeah, we got a reveal that that he and Wong have their own thing. It's like a dance that they do together. Like yeah, you know you 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 said you were going to agree to pull your punches. Yeah, <laughs> next time cheaters. Like we agree. <laughs> I love the way that Wong won. Oh my god! I feel like so I feel like Wong so has good. always been a little bit upset about Doctor Strange telling him like you don't have any money. I'm like, Ugh, I gotta yes. buy you another tuna fish sandwich. Right? And now he goes and he's like, maybe that's where he's going. He's like, I'll be right back. I gotta go win money and bring him back. That's you know, I'm not exactly gonna tell you what, what I'm I was doing. thinking. He just wants yeah. his bagels. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I'll see. I can pay I'll for my own tuna fish salad, yeah. Doctor. <laughs> It's like, yes, I'll see if they can you. make you a metaphysical ham on rye. And he's just like, oh, that's how it is? Okay. <laughs> oh, a tuna melt. Excuse yeah. me for the people Wouldn't who are already no typing. To a tuna melt. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like in that five years, Wong has been like, all right. Fine, I'll pull my own weight. Which he should. Which. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love Get a the, job. I love also that, that Wong looks haggard. In that, like, when we see him, like, obviously he didn't get snapped away. And he, and he has, like, obviously he didn't get snapped away. And he has been, you know, dealing with the world over five years. And it has, it has aged him. It has affected him. And you could see it on his face. But what's your Speaking thing? of haggard, which is a perfect word for it. Why did Bruce Banner look like he was 65 years old? And why did he look like Bruce Banner? That's a good question. <gasps> why did why did he revert to Banner? And he looked like really old. Like, I don't know if Ruff was like, no makeup. I'm fine. But he looked, he had gray hair and he just looked very he, old. He had his arm in the sling. I feel like, isn't that forever? I don't know. It might be a forever thing. I mean, if it because is. Because he a- tried to bring back Widow. It would like extra messed him up. I mean, I thought that's what they said at the end. Yeah, well, he, I think that he said that because like his thought was that because he tried to bring back Nat, it like denied him and, and screwed up his arm or whatever. Mm. But like, I think that's just using the stones that does that. Yeah. Yeah, Because Thanos's arm was pretty jacked up after Infinity War too. And Thanos was just like, fuck them all. (laughs) My logistic conclusion was that they didn't want to pay for the CGI. My headcanon was that he was getting surgery done, but they couldn't do it on the Hulk. So he had to go back to Banner so that they could, like, try to fix his arm. Oh, maybe. Or. He did look really old, though. Or. It's weird. It's not that he had to get surgery done. It's that he had to be a blood donor for his cousin. Mm. Yeah. Jennifer Walters. That's a good setup who is getting a series next year. I would also want to be able to switch back and forth just in case, because it's like you can't ever just like sneak around anywhere if you're always (laughs) mid-Hulk. Yeah. Like he's not like, you know, full Hulk. Hulk. He's mid-Hulk. Right. Like being able to go from mid-Hulk to Banner would be nice. Yeah. And if anybody could figure that out, it would be him. Yeah. 
Yeah. But he looked haggard. Like, he looked... He looked like it's aged him, too. Yeah. You look tired, bro. I mean, I didn't get to really examine it, but I was like, good grief, Ruff. Sit in the makeup chair. His hair. His hair was a bit longer, too. So was Carol's. I think think part of it is that... um, Part of the, the, like, we couldn't tell, you know, what what his look was was because he was in the um like the hollow the projection yeah like the hollow projection panel thing and carol was like oh i gotta take this bye she looked cute yeah <laughs> i was I excited to her see number. her i i don't yeah she, does she just does that <laughs> but also like the avengers were they had like the little security council of like taking care of things after the snap like we saw at the beginning of endgame so I'm wondering if they're like just so exhausted dealing with the ramifications of everybody coming back. Like they've they've continued that duty of theirs that they just like mm-hmm. don't get any sleep. You know, things are coming back. Things are just chaotic everywhere. And Banner's just like, I have no time to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> he's the guy that's trying to solve everything. Because mm-hmm. he's well, we have it's he's weird. Kind of we have no idea now for the planet. Yeah, is this supposed to be after? Endgame, right? Yes. yes. Well, because the the couple that they were talking to, uh, Chong Chi and Katie, talked about the yeah when when they were like at the beginning of the movie, she was like, "This is a you know we live in a world now where half the population can just disappear at a moment's notice." Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, that's not the kind of thing that you just kind of make up. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh well, no. Yeah, it's just great. We have that five year gap in. Endgame that I we just have no idea what happened during that or what. Like there was such was an opportunity doing. here to have Shang Chi be like the hero that rose to to take on the mantle of a hero while everybody was gone, but you know it's fine. I'll be okay. Do what you want. <laughs> Do what you want, Marvel. But I'm telling you right now, Marvel. Moon Knight is the best opportunity for you to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at Kevin Feige right now, just like <laughs> he's just like do it, avoiding eye contact. He's like, nope, nope, <laughs> <laughs> no, <mm-mm. laughs> like do it. Okay, so God, we have rambled a lot, and I feel like we could continue to ramble for another three hours. But like, Ashley needs to go to bed. She looks covered so a tired. lot. Do I? You look. You just look like you're you're dragging. Um, it happened. It's eleven. It, it's very late for you. Uh, that's kind of why I was I'm like, fine. "All right, let's let's bring it, let's bring it to a, a, a close soon." Maybe I don't know, but like, is there anything that we've missed? Is there anything that we we need to cover that ha- we haven't covered yet? Um, oh, f- for sure. And the people yes. will tell us in the emails. God, the people will tell us. <laughs> Email your feedback to mcucast at gmail dot com. You know, I feel like. Uh, when we saw the trailer and we saw the fight between Death Dealer and Chang Chi, um, when like they did the the knife flip and he grabbed the knife out of mm-hmm. you know, out of the air, I feel like we like that Knives. was the biggest fight moment that we saw in the trailer, and we were like chomping at the bit for that. But then when when it happened, and then when all the rest of the sequences happened, like that one just fell by the wayside. Like psh, that was nothing. That was nothing i'm very grateful it for looked that. it looked really cool it did look really cool and like they both did it they both grabbed a knife out of midair like oh it was, ah 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 it was so good perfect it was so good perfect
Like I've made a lot of grunting noises. Like, oh my god. I, w- I was really grateful for that because that kind of set the standard for like how well done the martial arts was going to be, and the fact that it like blew my expectations off the roof was just mm-hmm. incredible. Like every fight scene was so well done and so beautiful. Like in the last scene where he had his staff versus the rings and you could clearly see like when the ring was shooting off and where it was being redirected. And like, you know that this is CGI, but like in the staff, like staffs are bendy. They're meant to Mm -hmm. like kind of like go back. They had that detail in there. Every time he hit a ring or hit the other person, like you saw those natural bands. I was like, you put that much detail into CGI. Like, holy crap. It's important. I love that they're doing it. Yeah, the attention to detail is phenomenal in this film. And, like, to go more on the, the staff, like, the middle of the staff is the part that bent. The part mm-hmm. that was, like, crusted with dragon scales didn't. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, fire and anger and power. Fire. And just... Uh, it felt so visceral. Like everything <laughs> that the dragon stuff did, like all the arrows that got shot, the rope dart. Oh my god, the Kusarigama and rope so dart that she had was cool. like, oh, <laughs> cool. It was such a badass thing. And here I go again, mentioning freaking animated things. But this is an animated thing that is badass. I was getting you couldn't go Kill Bill with it. No, I was getting real, <laughs> real strong Castlevania vibes. Yep. I figured that's where you were going. It was not only not only because of the whip, and like the whip in Castlevania looking just as badass as this, mm-hmm. which like props to those animators, but the story <laughs> of like he lived like when Wu lived this this life of like killing whoever he felt like conquering, and then he met a lady and she changed him and he decided to hang up the rings. He had children with said lady and then something happened to make lady die. And then he goes nuts. And then it's the kids that have to come back and, and put a stop to him. Like straight up Castlevania season one and two. <laughs> Not only that, the son had to watch him go nuts for the first time. After oh, having it hung up for God. so long. Like yes. he thought that he saw evil when his mom died. He was more scared of his dad than he was yeah. watching his mother pass away. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess plug for Netflix's Castlevania. If you haven't seen that anime, it's great. Don't watch it with your kids. <laughs> don't watch it with your kids. Jesus Christ, don't watch it with your kids. Definitely watch, watch it with your kids. With your kids. Uh, she reminded me of Kimiko from Kill Bill, the first one. She... I'm not. Go-Go? Not Go-Go, a... Dane. You never saw Kill Bill? No. No. Ugh. Like parts of it. That's okay. Sorry. That's okay. I didn't watch whatever you guys were just talking about. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So one of the other things I really appreciated was um, <laughs> when when Katie fired the arrow, it wasn't like they panned to her and it was like that stoic face of like, yeah, I got it. I was confident. She was like, oh, shit, I actually hit it. Yeah. Oh, God, I nailed it. <laughs> and she was like, I only yeah. learned this a day ago. Like, she was yeah. genuinely surprised she got it. And I was like, I'm so glad they did that because that would have been the talk Please. of, like, oh, you only practiced archery for a day and you got it. She was like, oh, no. Oh, man, her, her like, bow and arrow teacher dying right away, too. Which is like, aim for oh, the throw. And then gets a soul. I was like, no. 
How I mean, are I you definitely... making me feel for characters that have only had two lines of dialogue <laughs> in a two-hour movie? The second they handed her the arrow and Bo, I was like, okay, so she's going to do the big thing at the end. Yeah, right. I mean, they just laid it out. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be instrumental to the end of this. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, we didn't talk about the uh, post credit scene. Okay. Where, um... Xiling. Xiling. Yeah. What a yeah, boss. Yeah, it's starting, you know... Not not just the like, what a boss. Deadly but Viper like, assassination gang. <laughs> yeah. Like, she... I, okay, okay. Um, thank you, Marvel. I'm going to put this out because I know Kevin Feige's watching and listening. Thank you. $5 on the pay. Thank you, Mr. Feige, for giving us three-dimensional characters that have such depth to them and their own motivations. She she went along with Shang-Chi and like she went along with him to to go to the village and help to defend, you know, against these dark beings and she did all the stuff there. But then, you know, when it when it's time to like let's get back to the world, you know, she had that one phrase that she specifically said if dad wasn't going to include me in his empire, I was going to make my own. Yes. So now she's that a there's boss a vacuum, <laughs> now that there's a vacuum, she's taking that shit over and she's mm-hmm. being a boss. Holy crap. Yeah. She looked great in that chair. She even had like the gangster oh, yeah. lean back. She, that, she looked good. She had that swagger lean. I was like, uh-huh. oh, yeah. she had all the ladies and the gar- the graffiti on the building oh, was yeah. like the ladies. I was mm. very excited about it. I love Ronnie Chen. He was so perfect in that too. Just like you. He's my favorite. I love him. It was like a crazy. What was him and Aquafina were both in Crazy Rich Asians, right? I love it. Yep. He's the best. And then she was. She had her dialogue of like watching the other women train. It's like, yeah, we're equal over here. Mm -hmm. We learn together. But after that line, and she has like her swag moment of sitting on her throne. They back out. The first thing you see is women training across from the guys. Yeah. It's not. I was like, oh, well yeah, it's done. amazing. Like the inclusiveness is amazing. Like they they did the martial arts justice. They were using um, the Chinese language of Mandarin as much as they could. They gave women character like actual story, and like I, I like it when they actually give them something. Like they earn their badass mm-hmm. roles. They did a very good job of her just being like. I'm sorry to say this, Ashley. Cut me off if you need to. But like when when it's like oh, I'm awesome because I'm a woman type thing. It's just kind of like, okay. But it's like, I'm a very well-developed character that has, you know, good character development and motive and training. And I just happen to be a woman. Like, that is that is what I feel like MCU does that stands out from other properties that try to make um, very feminine characters because, like, she earned everything mm-hmm. that she had. Yeah. And I thought they did a fantastic job of like showing her as the badass that she like worked. I do, yeah. I, I, I do have to uh, not disagree with you, but point out a flaw in one part of the logic of the, you know, the the MCU does this so well thing. There was that moment in Endgame where she's not alone. Why do you got to bring it up, and man? We can we just moment. like? I'm sorry. Can we just let that go? Since you know, I I brought <laughs> since this that up. moment. <laughs> Why do you I want me to yell? Up. It's eleven twenty-eight. <laughs> no, hold up, hold up. It's so funny that you do this because I I made the same point on animation deliberation. Selfless, fun. selfless. Um, when I was talking about Captain Carter, 
it's like your something? third Whatever. <laughs> I made I said the exact same thing when I was talking about Captain Carter um but I also didn't have like a woman in front of me too so I was kind of nervous that somebody would take it the wrong way and Jay Scotty brought up the exact same thing he's like except for that yeah. end game scene <laughs> it's funny that it's yeah. happening on the sister I'm show not going to scream about it because I just always do but you yeah. all know how I feel about it yeah, I think Ashley you feel about it the way that we all feel of like that was very unnecessary um especially with that particular character like cool she could be alone she could be not alone she's the strongest person in the universe she didn't need anybody's help she doesn't need a goddamn one of those people there we go start yelling oh my god uh, we're the worst we can't okay but yeah overall i loved her character development i i'm so excited to see more of her whether it be a series or a movie but she is so i love and we know we're getting it yeah oh god yes the ten rings will return like your goddamn right and it wasn't just on the black screen. Like, they actually had yes. like, a banner in the back and had that compound is was so bad. It wasn't even, like, it wasn't the old banner either. Like, it, it's been updated. Like, she updated that banner. She like, put a little all, flare. Like, yeah, she put her own yes. flare on it. It was all, like, it was visceral. It was, like, running colors. <laughs> it was red and black. And, like, <clears throat> everything about it was just so goddamn good. <laughs> it makes me think of that MIA song that the bad girls do it well. <laughs> <laughs> if they would have just started playing that song, I would have been in heaven. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're over the hour okay. mark um, on our initial reaction cast. Uh, sorry that Matt couldn't be on this episode. He was at Dragon Con this weekend. Um, thank you so much to Ashley and Zoo for, for being here. Uh, Zoo, your input on you know the martial arts side of things and uh, and cultural differences has is I didn't know that I would get as much out of having you here as I as I did and I'm very <laughs> thankful that you were here for us um, and Ashley it's a god <laughs> pleasure as always <laughs> Zoo, <laughs> that guy yeah Zoo, do you want to uh, to plug anything before we go. You know, it's funny. I thought I was going to be on the show for the first time when What If came up. Um, but I, the, uh, thank you for your words. I'm really glad that I got to be on for the first time to actually talk about something that's dear to me, which is martial arts. And uh, I'm glad, even as an immigrant, as an Asian immigrant, that I could I could give my input and my relationship to like how I felt watching this movie. Because a lot of the family stuff they covered, too. And she was like, sorry, I can't make you proud. I was like, oh, yeah, I felt that <laughs> with my community and my family. and my. It's like, hey, you're going to be a failure because you're going to be a photographer. So... Yeah, that, that movie definitely hit hard on the cultural stuff. In regards to the plug, uh, Animation Deliberation with J. Scotty St. Clair. We cover animated content, which often gets overlooked. Uh, there's a lot of properties out there that have wonderful storytelling, but nobody watches because cartoons hey, are man, for kids. Hey, man, I'm right unquote. here. Ouch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See if I let you're, you produce you're again. What this if is your la- first and last time on the MCU cast. You can guarantee that. Keep going. <laughs> Animation deliberation. Check us out. We're doing what if we finished our cover of Bad Batch. Uh, we're excited for the Star Wars Visions trailer. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we want to talk about there. Uh, on the anime end, we got Demon Slayer and My Hero Academia coming out at the end of the year. So of those. tune in anywhere that you find your podcasts. Yes. Hey, despite how much Ashley doesn't like animation, she's going to do the Gamora episode with oh, us. Oh, yeah. So I am. I'm going to do it. Right. <laughs> Why not? I'm going to be on. Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, for joining us on this journey. Um, go see it again. 
go see it over and over again because I'm going to. Okay. This movie was so freaking good. Um, so oh good. man, uh, check us check all the uh, the shows out. Like like we mentioned in that ad at the beginning of the episode, check all the shows out <laughs> and give them a rating. Go to that link. Check all the shows out. Drop reviews everywhere. Uh, win prizes. You know how it goes. And you know, like, thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. I'm just, uh, I love, I love this. It's so fun. Anyway, and it's like we just got to the top of the roller coaster, and once November hits, we're just going down, baby. Movie after movie after movie. I can't oh. wait. Oh, like uh, roller coaster going down is the fun part. Down's the fun part. Okay, because I'm tired. (laughs) Downhill, but then also going down. I'm just gonna be like, that's usually usually what you do when we're. Never mind. Peace. Oh yeah, yeah. What is it that Matt says? Uh, Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.